thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he was Such as this, this thing here. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Wednesday edition of the People's Talk Show. Uh, excited to be back. Had a 24-hour pause <laughs> due to some um, a misunderstanding, put it like that. So I'll share more information on that as well. And sorry I'm running behind. I was trying to put together so much last-minute stuff just because of my thoughts is racing and more um, articles and videos are just you know on the forefront of my mind. So I'm trying to gather all of them. Hopefully I can get to as much as I, as I can. But anyway, for those who are plugged in, uh, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully more people are notified and uh, can join us for this, uh, this 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 live stream. And so as more as more things unravel for me, uh, it brings more clarity as into what's really going on uh, in reference to the monetary system and the shift is taking place and how it's becoming clear that cryptocurrency, the digital asset space, has been a conduit to usher us into what I believe will be the um, nail in the coffin of the current petrodollar slash U.S. Uh, dollar dominant system and take us into that inter interoperable, interconnected uh, central bank digital currency realm. And it has to do with uh, FTX blowing up at the same time that there's continual push for more um, test pilots for the central bank digital version of the rebranded digital dollar. And so the question I wanted to put out there, and I actually wanted to do this last night, but I couldn't do to uh, not being able to live stream, was that, you know, in your opinion, which will come first? Will it be crypto regulation, which the entire digital asset atmosphere right now, uh, especially the institutional players, they're screaming for it in order to get institutional adoption so that more funds can flow into the space or will the system break i.e whatever the federal reserve is trying to pull off which that landing which will inevitably land into a crash will the digital dollar uh, be the result of that due to some type of emergency measure uh that is rolled out so i'm curious to get your thoughts so let me know i got a couple of videos and things of that nature i want to share and uh, just you know play with some ideas and see where this heads but anyway I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, it looks like, as of now, I don't think the algos are doing me any good as far as notifying people, but we'll keep moving along. Uh, any first-time viewers, let me know where you're watching from. We'd definitely love to acknowledge your presence, welcome you. I'd like to give a quick shout-out to all those blessed me with their presence. Uh, wouldn't be much of a talk show if there weren't people to talk to, so I appreciate you guys uh, for hanging out with me. And I have, let me see here, uh, let me see, four or five different videos uh, as well as uh, some articles and whatnot. I'll just try to play them just to lay and highlight more of my main premise in making this channel is that the dollar, the way that it's been uh, rebranded several times or the re different iterations of a dollar is changing. And I think uh, we're going to find out more what that looks like come 2023. So, all right, let me acknowledge a couple people, man. Uh, start ranting as much. Open the phone lines. Definitely want to hear from you guys. We got Ed checking in. We got Jay. We got Faith, uh, Barlight Broker, uh, Monero Wano. We got Carl Lake checking in. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, and Tan is checking in. We got King D, Underfunded Klutz is checking in as well. We got William from California. Appreciate you, man. Um, all right, King D, I've mentioned everybody. Okay, um, so yeah, so let me just uh, start off with, uh, so this is a follow-up to yesterday, which I wasn't able to do, uh, due to having a strike. Uh, so it was mis misinformation, or it was a video that I did back in March talking about a bank run possibility based upon an article shared by Michael, Dr. Michael Yeadon uh, and his phase, I think it was five or six phases of Clap, you know, the, the health situation being used as a catalyst to usher in a new monetary system and a reset. So that's what the article, the video was about. Didn't mention nothing about medical stuff. Just use the words, Dr. Mikey, Michael Eden. And every and it looks like Algo, the algos flagged it, strike, you know, gave me a strike and took away access to live stream. So I appealed and I won that. So I find it good. But it was all about bank runs in 2022. So here we are 
couple weeks away from 2023, no bank runs. But then again, we are experiencing crypto exchange runs or what would have been crypto exchange runs had uh, FTX not brought down as well as all the other you know, centralized exchanges not brought down uh, the current crypto uh, euphoria that was underway and caused a little bit of a confidence rattler right now by basically freezing accounts, preventing the runs. And so at the end of the day, we end up having some runs or potential runs, but it highlights more to me the importance of in this current contagion of events, how it's ultimately going to spill over into the banking sector. And the reason I say that is uh, because uh, I saw a, here's a tweet. Let me share this tweet with you. It's quite, it's quite long, but it really got my, my wheels turning as far as just trying to, play through different scenarios. So here, uh, this was a very well-written thread here from somebody named Yano, Jason Yanowitz. But he talked about today's events with Genesis, Gemini, and and the like. And Genesis, of course, for those who've been following along, you know, it's, 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 it's all interconnected. I think it's ultimately going to make its way back into the legacy system, i.e. the banking sector, just because at the top of this peak is where the ultimate... What is it? What, what all the what all the true criminality takes place? It happens to be at the very peak of the pyramid when it comes to crypto space, and it has to do with the too big to fail banks. And you're going to see how I'm trying to link all this together because the too big to fail banks are the ones that ultimately fund all the things beneath it, i.e., these laundry money laundering fronts. But anyway, real quick, uh, it just says here: if this is really the end for Genesis, this could be more impact than FTX. He said FTX hurt uh, liquid funds and consumers. Genesis impacts nearly every company in crypto. Let's dig in. So he goes on to talk about how uh, Genesis basically was the head honcho uh, and the, the the yield earning, the primary yield earning company for all of the following. It says Genesis is part of the digital currency group, Barry Siebert's holding company that owns Coindesk, Foundry, Genesis, Grayscale, which is uh, basically the number one biggest holding investment firm for Bitcoin in particular, as well as other assets, and Luno. It says Digital Currency Group also runs a huge VC firm. And then it goes on to talk more about just the numbers, how the numbers keep piling up. And Genesis being the most crucial, even more so than FTX, because Genesis is the gateway to all those companies I just named. Okay, sure. So it just shines light on Genesis and Gemini. So basically, there's no real company that has not had some exposure to this event. Okay. And so I had an interview last year with Kurt uh, Warner, uh, from BSV, and he shared this visual aid that he put together. And I thought I would just bring this back to the light just because it just shows how it's all interconnected. And and I say the contagion will make its way all the way to the top. If you just look at this visual aid here, so here we have Digital Currency Group and Barry Silbert, the guy I was just talking about, and how his company is ultimately, in my opinion, it's the, it's the, it's the lead front for all the digital asset space investment vehicles. And then if you look above them, 50% of digital currency group is owned by MasterCard. And then who created MasterCard? Wells Fargo, Union Bank, HSBC, and Citibank. So all this heads right back up towards the top of the pyramid as far as the, the, the following the money, the currency, and it ultimately will have some impact on the banks. But if you look below digital currency group, they have their owners in Grayscale, Ledger, Etherscan, Genesis, Shapeshift, all the companies that are starting one by one to come out and uh, basically share their exposure to the FTX uh, debacle. And so my whole point of this is that because of the events that's unfolding right now, there'll be no uh, unra true unraveling of the mess until there's some, some, some type of uh, regulatory um, uh, clarity for how digital asset space will be treated as a whole. And the reason why the U.S. is probably lagging behind other nations is because they will not more than likely have the crypto asset space thrust to the forefront as a investable asset class for the masses and institutions, therefore pumping the price to astronomical highs at the same time that they're also going to slow things down with this digital dollar rebranding that they're also working on. So it's like a, it's like a, they're trying to weigh the options here. Do we pump the crypto space and let it go well beyond what we probably could control or do we, bring it down a little bit, cause some contagion while it gives us time to work on the digital dollar so that at the end, 
when they wipe this out completely, referring to the digital asset space, because it's all a distraction to get us to this you know, final goal, I believe, which is the CBDC space, they'll be left standing as the uh, first and last choice of people who are completely wiped out. So that's just a little bit of a rant there. And so the reason I say all that, just because I just I, I follow this, just because none of this is coincidence. All this FTX stuff is 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 intentional and it has everything to do with the current monetary structure we're under. So here's just a quick video I want to share with you, uh, just because I've been keeping an eye on more of these uh, videos. And I think it's worth, you know, just listen, listen to this, how some of the, the the tone of some of these investors in the international. That's a zero. It's not the first time I've made a bad investment. Probably not the last time, but luckily I make more good ones than bad ones. And I learn from my mistakes. What's going to happen now is there won't be another situation like this for institutional investors ever again. We're simply not going to put capital to work until this stuff gets regulated. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to fly to Washington and I want regulation. So Kevin O'Leary. I'm going to fly to Washington and, and he's going to demand regulation. Problem is, my estimate, there will be no true, clear regulation on how to treat stable coins or digital assets, crypto, Bitcoin, none of that until something breaks in the system and the CBDC side of things is 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 thrust forward first. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong, but uh, it, it's no coincidence that at the same time, we just go through some headlines here of things that were uh, caught my attention. So I didn't get a chance to actually share this yesterday, but I'll do it now and try to speed up as best I can. So here's what I just want to touch on real quick. And of course, it's just talk for now, but you wouldn't spend all this time, energy and resources bringing all this technology together unless you are working on it for a desired outcome in the future. So right now, this is they're using this as an example of a test pilot using tokens. But then again, they're saying some key words here, I think, that we should pay attention to. So here we got, I'm sure everybody by now, everybody's seen this, but um, this plays into my rethinking a dollar thesis that I've been sticking with for quite some time now. And that's just because I'm ranting real quick. Let me share with you why that is. Just because I always said that based upon where we're at now, the changing forms of the U.S. money, we're at the tail end of the cash, actual physical, physical cash realm, just because we know that that is a threat in a negative environment world that we're heading into. And so they want to definitely do away with that. And so we're already predominantly electronic currency in the first place. But this is a commercial bank led uh, uh, currency, primarily when you sign your name, currencies issued in the form of a debit on the commercial bank side. So just real quick here. So here's some things that I thought was worth mentioning. It says, so this is as of announced yesterday, uh, global, uh, it says programmable dollars. It says global banking giants are starting a 12 week digital dollar pilot with the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, which is the UNO Supreme Bank for the reserves for the Federal Reserve that participates announced yesterday. It says Citigroup, HSBC, MasterCard, Wells Fargo. And mind you, you know, these are the same key players that I just highlighted at the very top of here, HSBC, Citibank, Wells Fargo, at the very top of this peak of digital distraction nonsense, they're, they're right in the center of all this. Who benefits the most? Hmm, the banks. And then it says here, um, it says Bank of New York Mellon, the Money Laundry Bank of the World, HSBC Holdings, PNC Financial Services, Toronto Dominion Bank, Trust uh, Financial, U.S. Bank Corp, along with Payment Networks, MasterCard. They're working on a project called the Regulated Liability Network, which allow, will allow banks to simulate issuing digital money representing their customers' own funds before settling through central bank reserves on a distributed ledger. It says the pilot will test how banks use digital dollar tokens in a common database uh, can help speed things up. That can help speed things up. So digital dollar tokens. Those are just an examples of what will probably be in the future. This is ultimately what they're working on. The reason I say that, and if you go to the actual statement here that was presented in an article, and it talks about here, this, this is a New York Innovation Center to explore feasibility of theoretical, <laughs> theoretical payment system designed to facilitate and settle digital asset transactions. Oh, it's theoretical. Okay, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm believe that the only a fool would believe that this is just something that they're just doing just for fun. It says here, the U.S. Proof of Concept Project 
Uh, it says uh, basically the business availability of distributed ledger technology. So we wouldn't be talking about distributed ledger technology in this magnitude had it not been for the 12 year distraction known as digital asset space, which was the primary reason, you know, that it allowed us to get to this point to where we're talking about all this contagion meltdown is done intentionally. But then here's a key word here. It says to settle the liabilities of regulated financial institutions through the transfer of central bank liabilities. It's all about the central bank liabilities. The reason I say that is because what are the central bank liabilities we have right now? It's those pieces of paper and those basically those digits on your screen, which are commercial bank liabilities on your screen. The physical notes are central bank uh, liabilities and they're rebranding those. And so let me share with you real quick another little video that uh, talks more about this. And this is from a year ago. So just check this out real quick. For example, is the Fed working on a digital dollar? We are actually evaluating that. Most um, major countries uh, are now looking at, at the possibility of having a digital currency and really asking the question, in our very modern advanced economy with a, with a, a fast, efficient, full-blown payment system, would adding a, a, a digital currency, a form of digital currency, would it actually benefit the public that we serve? That's the question that we're asking. We're working very hard on that. We're also doing quite a lot of technological experiment. I mean, technology has made this a possible thing. And so we technology feel it's our obligation to understand it. Thing. How would it work? What would the features of it be? There are many subtle and difficult policy choices and design choices that you'd have to make. We're doing all that work. We have not made a decision to do this because again, the question is, will this benefit the people that we serve? And will we need to answer that question you? well. We're doing stuff jointly with foreign, uh, with other central banks. We're doing things at the Boston Fed and many of the regional feds have little projects going on. Here at the board, we have a, a group of people who are doing software development and that kind of thing. You know, this is really just table stakes. This is understanding the technology and the possibilities so that you can really address the policy issues. You think it's likely? I think it's possible, is all I would say. I think it's possible. That's all I would say. Oh, yeah, really, as if this guy doesn't know that it's already a foregone conclusion. Like, duh, it's needed just because the current structure is coming to an end. Okay, so that's just a little bit of a rant there. And then last video here, uh, the reason why it is crucial to rebrand the current structure of cash and currency is because of the programmable nature. And so here we got what I, you know, the, the BIS chairman here who I call, I, you know, it's probably not nice of me, but I call him the fat bastard because that's what he reminds me of. But I'll play this here and then we get to talk a little bit more. It's on CBDC in particular for the use of general, to the general use. Uh, we tend to establish the equivalence with cash. Uh, and there is a huge difference there. Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who's using a $100 bill today, we don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also we will have the technology to enforce that. Those, are, those two issues are extremely important and that makes a huge difference with respect to what, she, to what cash is. Our analysis on... All right, so central bank liabilities and we equivalent that to cash. So you, they can't see where cash can go, but they can see where those digital versions of cash, what they're bringing out can go. And uh, they're central bank liabilities. So nothing's changed, rebranding the game changing the form of currency, but it's underway now. And that's why I think that there'll be no true crypto contagion. There'll be no crypto clarity regulation wise, just because that'll promote that space. And they don't want to promote it too, and it'll get too big to where it makes it more more competitive to people's, uh, the, the, the necessity for people to demand help when things hit the fan. They're going to definitely have to have something that they can provide for people. And that'll be the, uh, the digital dollar. So anyway, a couple more articles here. And so I think another another important subject here, and then I'll open the phone lines, we can talk more. But I think this here is 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 big news if this pans out to be what it really is. So um, we all knew that the recent election in Brazil was questionable, like the midterms here, but yet nobody seems to really care these days. Uh, but it says, this is how it's done. Over 3 million Brazilians protest election fraud Bolsonaro to annul the steal. So this is what you know looks like when you got people who care about their country and care about just being jerked so many damn times to where they show up 
you know, they put their they put their feet to the to the to the motor, to the wheel, to the action there. So um, but this is what's happening in Brazil. I didn't see this on the mainstream news at all. So but that type of action there brings about change. And I was thinking like here in the US, you know, we're too sedity, we're too stuck up, too privileged, too spoiled, you know, too like just nonchalant, too complacent to actually do something like that if we felt like we were wrong. But I think it'll happen in time. But anyway, okay, uh, enough of me ranting, man. Let's talk. Uh, let's get the phone lines open. And uh, before I do that, I want to make sure, because uh, I'm working on my next giveaway. And so what I want to make sure I do is I'm trying to find new ways to put weight in people's hands. So I want to make sure I just big up my partners, man, because they're making it available for me to be able to help you guys by putting weight in your hands. So I want to make sure I just give a little quick shout out. So Bullion Max, the Silver Starter Kick for those who are interested, you know, best way to get five ounces at a relatively affordable price in your hands. So I encourage you to check that out if you haven't already. Links in the description as well as, you know, beyond the financial side, you're going to need the preparatory things in the food, water and shelter. So you can get 10 percent off at Fort Patriots as well uh, using RTD as a code. So check that out. And if I can't uh, have to remind you again, just because of this potential scare of losing the channel officially, make sure you guys join rtd.locals.com to be able to connect there and we can uh, definitely stay connected. So anyway, uh, let's uh, let's talk, man. Let's see where this takes us. I've ran a lot, but I just share things that I think are important to keep in mind just because we're in the midst of a reset. Like this is what the reset looks like right now. Like don't expect, you know, one or two major events outside of small incremental steps that uh, they are throwing our way to try to bring about change and just to show you how much change they're excited about i'm sure i'm sure you guys have seen the uh claw swab uh speech that was done done at the little g20 meeting where a non-elected non-government official is speaking in front of world leaders basically saying that now is the time to make this change it's like dude like who the hell gave you authority to lead our nation's presidents this direction other than the fact that they bow down to him and that's a part of the reset plan. So anyway, uh, let's talk, man. Phone lines are open. Give me a call. Let me know whatever subjects on your mind. What do you keep an eye on? And uh, we can you know, make it work here or highlight at rethinking a dollar in the chat and uh, share your two cents there. Uh, so Timo says benefit the people. I don't think so. Their CBD says are more about them keeping control. Oh, hundred percent. And we all know that it's just a matter of, I guess, when, like at this current moment, you can't rely upon the current financial system just because it's ran its course. We're witnessing banking contagions. And, you know, before I move on, I just, you know, let me share uh, just to show how real the banking contagion is. Here's an article that I didn't get to, but it says ECB warns record inflation spells trouble for banks, states. And so ECB could literally be that next domino to fall that just sends a ripple effect and tsunami around the world as far as the contagion of the banking sector. So, you know, we're right on the cusp of that change. But anyway, let's talk. Let me get the mic up. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve. Big Region 9. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, not too much, buddy. Hey, uh, I sent you a video with uh, Steve Quill was on Alex Jones today. Very good, uh, very good interview there. Uh, I sent that to you in your box. If you can throw that in there for you guys. Okay, uh, we'll do that. And, it, it, and, and, and the other thing was uh, Florida uh, halts the jab for males eighteen to thirty-nine. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's big and, news, and man. Ger- I know, I know. And then Germany uh, puts limitation on cash transactions uh i didn't get through that entire article or whatever but um that that was interesting in itself also yeah 100 percent. let me uh, actually no so go ahead go ahead give us give us some more news man appreciate you no no go ahead go ahead you're about to say no because I, I was gonna look for that article um i'm gonna look for that germany article real quick while you give us a rundown yeah it's in, it's in your email also oh, okay. there okay uh, i didn't get the I didn't get through the whole thing on that, uh, but I uh, I was hoping that you had um, uh, uh, seen that yourself. No, nope, uh, I did not. Cause I, yeah, cause I, yeah, yeah, I hadn't got to check on it that that 
Okay, no, uh, but I'll check into it though. But like, Germany is in trouble, so we know that. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I have uh, for tonight, and I'll, I'll get off and uh, listen to the rest of the show. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for calling in. All right, God bless, bro. Yeah, same to you, buddy. Um, yeah, always good stuff, man. Good stuff. And so Steve stays on top of the news. So I appreciate you for contributing, Steve. Uh, FEMA Region 9, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, let me share with you the video real quick. I did put it in the chat. So here is the uh, Steve Quayle video he's referring to here. And so let me move this out the way. So it says here, Steve Quayle, everything we have warned about is happening now. You know, either he's lying or he's telling the truth. I'll leave that up to you. But we all know, like I just said, like right now, literally we're in the midst of what could be considered a reset. Like, you know, looking at history books, who depend on who writes the history books now, you know, 10, 20 years from now, looking back, you're going to say like, man, like, how did they not see that coming? How did they get duped so many times? Like, how did they keep falling for the same concept of them actually going out somewhere and voting? But yet, you know, all of a sudden the votes and the ballots just changed. Like, <laughs> anyway, it uh, they always seem to try to pull one of our eyes, man. So, okay, so another subject matter, you know, we might as well touch on it. Um, okay, I, I did see, uh, I did see 12. I did see that. I did see about the blackouts because I did post that. Uh, I did post that in the uh, Telegram. Let me grab that real quick. So I did see that one. So yeah, like I literally, like as stuff is sent to me, I usually post it to the Telegram just so it'll be there in real time. So if you guys ever wonder, uh, so here, okay, so here, copy, let me just, so I got more articles here. So I, I did see, um, there's always, always, unfolding stories in real time and it's always good to keep your eyes and ears attentive to what's happening in europe because they're ideally the the world economic forums test bed right now but here's that article here says germany steps up emergency cash plans to cope in blackout so this came out yesterday says german authorities are stepping up their preparations for emergency cash deliveries in case of a blackout to keep the economy running the plans include the bundesbank germany central bank holding hoarding extra billions to cope with a surge in demand and possible limits on withdrawals. One of the people said, so they're basically saying that due to the energy situation that they pretty much provoke by continuing to press with sanctions on Russia, they're saying, make sure you got some extra cash. But one thing we've been talking about here in this community for quite some time is make sure you always have your emergency stats. You'll never know how much exactly, but try to have something relative to what can help you get by if it's a short term or long term, whatever that might be, according to your monthly expenditure. So this is called emergency stash. But yet most people outside the, you know, the awake and aware community don't know. So encourage, encourage your family and friends to set some aside if they're able to. So but once again, all it takes is a small increments. You know, I've had people on before, you know, say five, tens, something small, just so that you'll be able to transact. And not be worried about getting changed back if there's you know some discrepancy. So, um, great stuff there, man. Predictive programming, hundred percent. So, is uh, we got Jill from that sense and Chris says, "Hey, Mike, what do you think about Trump's comeback?" Um, so it's we could definitely touch on this because I was thinking about this earlier, and the 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 framework that I was using to 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 talk about this was, you know, what I consider to be the most, uh five most important strategies that help push forward this reset agenda and the five, I'll give you the five, the political realm, social realm, monetary realm, the health realm and the energy realm. All five of those are the primary five areas that they're using right now to somehow some way cause disarray in all those areas, tugging the world in different directions, causing crises in each one of these the compartments here. Now let's talk, let's put some, some people in these on some figures in these. So politically speaking, what better way to, usher in and complete the reset other than dividing America even further outside of what we already have by having Trump just in the picture. Now, whether or not his intentions are right or wrong, who knows? I'll let you guys do the, do, do all that. It's irrelevant because I don't, I never foresaw any long lasting change that would get this country back in a direction where it can be, where it could go, you know, minus Klaus Schwab's leadership. So, so, so I think in the political realm, that is going to be very divisive because you're going to have people now coming back out with, a, you know, trust the plan. This is a part of the plan. You know what I'm saying? We were told this in an email that came out in 2016 that, you know, that certain alphabet said at this time, you know, 
It's just stuff like that. Okay, sure. You know, I could be wrong, but my whole point is it's a distraction. He's going to come out saying the same things. Like you said, we need to really get rid of the deep state. My guy, you've been in power or you've been a primary focal point for this country for the last four or five years now. You keep using the words deep state. Who are the deep state? Be a little bit more specific. Why don't you get, you know, just just give people more because you know the full scoop. You're a president for the damn term. So, you know, you read the books. You saw the black books. You saw the, you know, the secret caves and all that secret stuff. Let it out, buddy. You know it. But he won't because it's a part of a plan. Remember? Anyway, so I'm a little critical. But my point is, I don't trust no human being. First of all, that's why I'm like, whether he's whether he becomes the president or not. It is irrelevant because my personal opinion is that between now and 2024, what difference does it make? Because 2020 was a damn sham. 2020 midterms is a sham. Just look at the all the discrepancies coming out. You know, go find it if you want to. So voting is a fraud. So it's a sham. So will he actually get elected in? Probably not because the ballots, they're going to they're gonna keep extending the emergency measures up until 2024 on top of all the uh, unexpected events that are occurring throughout the country in mass, you know what I'm talking about. So what, what nation will we actually have in 2024? Because between now and then there's going to be a, an actual currency debacle like we've never seen before. And the reason I say that is just because I, I keep harping on how it, it's becoming even clearer to me now that, you know, this current administration is the last of its kind is under this current monetary system. Cause as I said before, Biden is the last president under this Federal Reserve note structure just because it's ran its course. And then that's how you that's how you get stuff like uh like this. You know, big bank giants in New York start 12 week digital pilot. Like you know what I'm saying they're starting to pilot because this is basically over with. Anyway, I ran too much. Let's talk. So forgive me. Forgive me for ranting too much. Hello Carl, which name are we calling from? Hey what's up Mike? It's the professor Keener from Atlanta man. Okay, what's doing? up my man? How you doing? Yo, it's been a minute, man. I see your, your show is growing, man. I'm, uh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm under a constant uh, threat of being booted, but it is what it is. But no, what's on your mind, man? I know you always have some good, you always have some good stuff you keep an eye on. What's up? Oh, man. I, one of those nights I got my kids to go to bed before the end of your podcast, man. So I just <laughs> thought I'd actually call and say what's up. Happy holidays to the family. I mean, it's been like seven years since I've been not only following you, but, you know, from the Patreon days of talking to mm-hmm. you. So... Yeah, man, I miss those days, man. We have to we have to get those going again. Those are very encouraging, man, to be able to connect with like minded people and just try to encourage one another, man. So I appreciate you for joining us during our time. Well, I think we were all during that certain stage of the what the five stages of awakening. I don't know who came up with it, but like we were confirming that we weren't crazy based yeah. on digesting the information that we saw, even though nobody else in our relative circle wanted to see it. Right. 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 <laughs> so 100 man but i tell you this though yeah. i tell you this F- ftx is the first time besides when i thought evergrand was gonna do it mm-hmm. and like the rate said kind of so, 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 more time he says so, evergrand. So, 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 so i thought evergrand was gonna pop the bubble mm-hmm. maybe six months to a year ago right it, it, it seems like the numbers were insurmountable but somehow they covered it up right is FTX the one that does it only because Dana Yellen warned us like what six months ago mm-hmm. that she thought stable coins was the most dangerous threat to the economy? Yeah. So yeah, she and she flip-flopped on that. At, at first, she didn't see a problem. She didn't see the digital asset space being a financial, you know, security risk. But then all of a sudden, literally like a couple weeks later, a month later, it, it flipped. So yeah, something changed. Hello? And how do you explain to your friend mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm, we're both black and I have a lot of liberal friends. Mm-hmm. I need some help on explaining the fact that the day after the election, that starts going up. We know why, because the SPR, mm-hmm. they denied the student loan payout and FTX who donated all the money to that particular party. I won't say on your show goes bankrupt the day after. Like, how can you get people convinced them that it's not a coincidence. Like, how can you not see it? Like, are um, you frustrated? Are you? I, I'm not because I'm past that point now, having just talked about things that are you outside are? the 
the average person's viewpoint. I realize that at this current moment, you know, cognitive biasness towards real world events is present. And on top of that, you're talking to people oh my, who are just conditioned to think a certain way outside of the, the uh, outside day of the after? Say again? The day after? I mean, they, they, they pulled it off the day after, like, thank you, see you later. <laughs> and, and it, I mean, I don't know. I'm try, I, I had to call in this also a therapy check-in. I won't hold the show up too long. <laughs> But at least, you know, I respect you for still fighting it and not going crazy. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you know, you have to literally take it for what it is. I look at it as, you know, for me, I'm I'm constantly learning, trying to improve myself and warn people. But you can only help people who want to be helped, first of all. So outside of that, you might be talking. It's going in one ear, out the other. So just let them be where they are and just move on to the next person. Or And, and of course, live your life in between. So, of course, I'm sure you're doing that. But. I don't let it get to them just because everybody has a choice. We all make choices every day. So we got to live with our choices, good and bad. <laughs> and I'll say this. There is hope, but it is unique for me that the young men I talk to, with the I, I kind of manage different panel shops, a lot of good blue-collar guys. Mm-hmm. The young guys, that they're not pop fans, but they kind of steer Republicans, mm-hmm. tend to be the most logical young men, and that is of all races. Yeah. Because it, they're not being played on the emotion, so there is hope if they don't just if they don't get discouraged and feel like if they're not liberal, mm-hmm. they're Trumpsters. If that if that group of young men can stand up, we got a chance. And y'all listening to a show here at that age group, thirty something, mm-hmm. you're you gonna just have to not be ashamed to be a principal. Yeah. Hey, good points, man. Appreciate you, man. As always, good to hear your voice, boss, man. Later. Be good. Um, yeah, good stuff, man. Appreciate the thoughts. Yeah, like, and I just keeping level headed, man. Keeping level headed, keeping calm and cool, trying to do the best I can, not taking it too serious is ultimately what it's about, man. Just, I know it's important, but once again, and I try my best to uh, look at it from the standpoint of, you know, on my side, when I'm ranting and talking, I'm trying to just share positive information that can help people out, even though, you know, on the other side of that, it might be looked at as doom and gloom, but it's real. It's, you know, none of the stuff I get up here and say is like off the cuff, like where there's not some numbers out there that can kind of back it up in some capacity. So uh, Bobby Seals says, please say a prayer at the closing. Uh, Bobby Seals, I appreciate you, my man. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you. If that Bobby Seals, if, I'm, if that's a female, I'm not sure that I see the picture there, but definitely we'll close out with some prayer. Appreciate you. Thanks for reminding me. Another uh, people uh, like to join in and get an agreement with me in reference to uh the things that we know we need, which is divine intervention. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Mike, it's Barlight Broker. Barlight Broker. Internet. What's going on, my man? Hey, I was going to tell all the listeners to the channel when you get these other truth channels, make sure you you plug RTD and try to get other viewers from other channels to start watching this one because obviously this one is not getting plugged by, by YouTube. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Man. So I appreciate I've been, that. I've been doing that myself, so mm-hmm. if other people do too, you know it'll probably help the channel. For sure. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, as always. Okay, and, Mike, thank you. Yeah, be good. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Uh, Mike, it's Dennis. Yes, uh, from Mexico. Dennis, what's going on, man? Well, you're doing counseling uh, sessions. I'm a white guy in Yashkaba, mm-hmm. and I'm having trouble believing my conspiracy theories. Can mm-hmm. you help me? <laughs> you're, you're having problems believing your conspiracy theories. Give, give, give us one of them. No, I'm uh, I'm joking. I wanted to talk about a couple things, though. Uh-huh. Um, I posted a chart on the Ceremese dollar, which is the IMF's, uh, I guess, poster child for central bank digital currency. Uh, I posted it on Telegram uh, uh, not too long ago. Okay, let me grab something here. So you say the... What, the okay, the... Gold? Was that the gold chart? Yeah, that's the gold chart. Okay, let me copy it. Okay, I'll try to bring it over. Go ahead, give us a rundown on it. Give me, let me see, copy message, copy, copy message link. Okay, so we have and what what currency? What currency is that denominated in? Message message is private. I can't do it. It's private well, message. The, 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 
the Sarah uh currency. It's the sand dollar. You may have heard of it. Okay. You, you've talked about it in the past. Right. Uh, the chart just shows that it's not sticking when it's compared to money, which is gold. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the other thing, the other thing that I wanted you to discuss and explain why it was important uh, was the treasury yields. Mm-hmm. What did you notice about that picture that that you posted? Oh, about the uh, inversion, the extreme inversion of the yield curve <laughs> of, of all, was it the yeah. two, four, five, six, seven, ten, nine, twenty? 20? Yeah. <laughs> the debt market right now is like, yeah, just the, the price of money is 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 problematic and the debt is a systemic, it's a systemic problem right now. <laughs> but in the big picture, what does that tell you? I know it's forecast in so many recessions, but what's it tell you when, you know, you have your two month or your two year paying more than your 30? What does that mean to you? I mean, I mean, well, based upon previous inversions of the yield curves using the 10 and the 20 is signals the recession, the high probability of recession within the next, it was a six to nine or so months or something like that. And those inversions has been, increasing over the last half of this year starting at the end of last year so we are technically and officially if we use those metrics in a recession right now then you look at earnings and everything in between it's showing that there are some problems out there yeah when do you think uh, this breaks when, when you talk about the soft landing from the fed i i actually think that they may be able to do it until the crash and what I mean by that is they jack the rates up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they pause, and then maybe they cut them, maybe mm-hmm. they jack them up, mm-hmm. and it buys them time. Yeah. And then there's the crash, and maybe that's like the third quarter of 2023, yeah. which would be uh, with that 100-year cycle uh, with the Weimar Republic and the hyperinflation there. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine based upon all these conventional indicators, whether it be the inverted yield curve, whether it be uh, two contracting uh, GDPs, uh, possibly a third if once it's going to be adjusted, all those usually tell a recession is present. But then again, it's not until stuff breaks that after the fact, looking back, they'll say we were in a recession. So based upon wait, waiting on them, the, the BLS to tell us exactly when that happens, it's, you know, it's pointless. So between now and then, if, if something breaks officially, I, we'll see, but it might be once again a lagging event as well because they'll be able to cover it up with something else or another distraction over there. So they've been doing this for a hundred years now. So they've figured out how they got their primary, you know, problem reaction solution type of methodology to everything. So um, that's why I don't like try to put the, anything on a time frame, just because you know I, I believe it's it's right now. It's just not as bad as it's going to be in the future. So yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for the insight. Um, I got my silver necklace polished today in Yashkaba. It was 20 pesos, which is a little bit more than a dollar. The uh, currency exchange, actually, the Mexican currency is strong, uh, uh, which isn't good for me, but whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, that was a great job. Uh, caller the other night that Alaskan prepper if you can ever get him back definitely, on definitely. I wasn't familiar and, we will um, connect. We will and I enjoyed it he's, yeah. he well, is hey. smooth appreciate you man peace alright be good yeah um, I see somebody said get Gerald Salente back on yeah good point like Gerald Gerald's hard he's hard to get to he's a very busy man I saw another question up here about uh, 12 says uh, hey Mike if you have time before you close tonight can you explain why the ghost of ratio is important and how it is valid if it's using paper metal if it's using paper metal never understood that so uh, let me uh, actually look at the screen here now let me see if I can find it and so historically speaking the gold to silver ratio has been the uh, prior to the paper market taking over the gold to silver ratio was the actual standard at which uh the value of of money gold and silver you know it was, it was during a gold standard and a silver standard it was one always considered it was pegged at one let me see in 16 i got the whole graph it was one it was 16 to one 
uh, and then it fluctuated once they killed the silver standard, made it a gold standard. Then from that point on, it just got out of hand. Early 1900s, uh, it was like 32 to one silver. And then, of course, 1974, uh, after the Bretton Woods went gold, petrol, after the gold window was closed in 71 and 74, when the COMEX market started, that's when they started using the paper game to try to uh, set the actual future price of metals, manipulating it with those contracts, i.e. just basically having a lot more contracts representing metal in the ground and trading those rather than actual physical. And of course, we've gone on blown out of proportion out of where it's, you know, 80 something to one now. And so since then, most people don't look at it uh, and use it as much just because it's completely distorted. You know, out of the ground is one to nine, one to 10, but on the comics and all these future markets, it's one to 85. So most people just disregard that. But in reality, it, you know, once every single federal reserve note and peso and every other currency is actually held accountable, is mean meaning that every single ounce of gold or silver will require a certain amount of digital units, paper or or either equivalent. How much how many units would it take to actually get a hold of one? And that's when you look at the US debt clock when it says how many contracts to one dollar, it's like four or five thousand dollars for an ounce of this, an ounce of that. So they completely, you know, and it all had to do when they demonetize gold and silver. They turned gold and silver, which were money, into commodities. And what that became is just a normal financial product on the, on the shelf somewhere traded amongst other commodities like corn and wheat and all other stuff. So, but if you look at it from the standpoint, historically speaking, gold and silver is money. You know, we know that one to nine is a typical ratio. And if, and when somehow, somewhere in the future, either it's reset or revalue in reference to that measurement, or the East tries to peg it in some type of currency basket or something like that, then we'll probably get a better understanding of what it's worth in reference to the current currencies that we value it in for whatever that's worth. Ah, oh, yeah. Long winded answer, but, uh, paper games has allowed this, uh, charade to go on for far too long. <sighs> All right, man. Well, we are at what? 487 or so minutes. Where solo. He living up the lane. <laughs> All right. So get ready to dial back, man. I appreciate everybody for blessing me with your presence. Uh, and so it's just good to be able to share a variety of subjects and videos and just stuff that was on my mind, just basically highlighting more of the case where FTX and all the contagion that's coming from that is not a coincidence. Uh, it has a lot to do with the players at the top of the food or the money pyramid, as I call it. And it has to do, it all goes back to the two big to fail banks, I think. And, you know, when they're ready to pull the plug on that system, it, believe me, they'll pull it. And before they pull it, they're going to make sure they have all the kinks ironed out for the uh, digital dollar that will be used as a primary way of trying to make people whole who lost everything in the old system. So, but yet who knows how long it'll be. Mike says, when did you start YouTube? Uh, 2014 is when I first started the rethinking the dollar. I'm not even sure how I came up the title. I was just, you know, curious about currency. I had just got back from Argentina at that time and the peso was, you know, eight to one. Like right now, today, that same peso is 200 to one. And so there's 100 percent inflation. So, yeah, Argentina has been a great example as to what happens when fiscal and monetary policies fail. And people down in Argentina, I mean, they've been they've been very used to this. So they've they've made a way on how to get around the loss of purchasing power in the peso. They they've dollarized their economy for the most part. So but then again, when the dollar breaks, what are they going to run to? And so anyway, rambling too much. All right, let's close out a little bit of prayer as always, man. I want to definitely connect with my like-minded believers and those who are not believers. Once again, just, uh, you know, get in agreement with us, man. We can all use a little bit of wisdom and, and higher guidance from on above. Uh, let's close out in good fashion, just being grateful for what we do have and the opportunity to connect with like-minded people and somewhat speak freely, you know, without getting strikes on your channel. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening on Wednesday night, mid of the week. We give you praise and honor for who you are and what you've done. We thank you for your living word that you've given us as a light to our path, as well as a way to get to know you in a much more in-depth way. Father, we ask that you allow your will to be done in each and every one of our lives. You know, bless the viewers of this channel, those who are here now and those who might watch the replay, as well as, you know, to continue to just allow your blessing to flow freely in our lives. Allow us to be a blessing to other people and to produce fruit for your kingdom. We ask for guidance and wisdom right now through your spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, my good people. 
Uh, be blessed, be safe. Back at it tomorrow, same time, same place. And as I mentioned before, working on doing some things different. So I'm connecting with a couple of the community members. We're going to get together, have like little guys, you know, back and forth hangout. And so working on that now and trying to put together like a little game show to put some weight out there in your hands. And uh, so lots of things I'm trying to work on just to lighten the load up a little bit and just focus on, you know, what I really can do, which is to help people, you know, prepare better as well as, as I always say, get your weight up. So I think I'm going to get, try to get back to the basics. I'm trying to put weight into your hands. So I'm going to find out ways to do that. So that's what I'm going to focus on now and less of the contagion and other stuff. Cause it's all, it's, it's all damn It's all intentional anyway. Anyway, I can rant forever, but I'm not be blessed, be safe. And if you haven't already hit that thumbs up button, and if you would like to take this video, share it so other people can join us and uh, stay plugged in and be encouraged. So be blessed, be safe. Peace. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it, our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25-year super survival food, hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description.